everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm so excited today to bring you another interview from a new and upcoming Hallmark talent that I was so excited by her recent role in True Love Blooms. We are talking to Amy LoCicero. So thanks so much, Amy, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Hi, all you Hallmarkies out there. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun to get to talk with you. And I, what we like to do on our podcast is we like to ask our guests to introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become an actress. Oh, well, my name is Amy Lo Cicero, and uh, I guess, you know, I always loved movies growing up. So we'll start there, which I think how, what happens to a lot of people that become actors, um, but it didn't become acting kind of till later on. I just had this fascination with with movies and kind of the behind the scenes of, of how they were made. And I used to, so back in the day, I was a gymnast for a little bit and I wanted to do like stunts, stunt performing in movies. That was like my idea back then. And I think my mother prayed that out of me because she's like, Lord, please, <laughs> no, let her not be going through fires and being blown up in movies and film. Um, so I moved on to watching like a lot of special effects video like uh, there used to be a thing on I think it was like Discovery Channel it was like behind the scenes and how they used to make stuff and I'm in the Central Florida area so at Universal Studios they have this back lot or they used to kind of do a lot more of um, how things are made and how they add the audio effects into movies and how they used to they used to build little models of things and then they would like blow up the building or the town and they would film it like that. And then that's how they, you know, they'd film it in like slow motion and then they'd make it look like it was a real building blowing up our city streets. And I used to want to do that. And then I'm glad I didn't because that's all like CG now. So I would be out of a job. I would not, <laughs> would not have a place doing that. And then um, I got into wanting to do special effects makeup, like, kind of monster makeup or just, you know, gal, like all that kind of stuff. And then as I got prissier, it became a regular makeup artist. And then it kind of just evolved. It was always something to do with movies. And it kind of became acting a little bit uh, later on, more towards when I was in high school, um, which kind of made sense because I grew up like putting on puppet shows for the neighborhood kids. And I used to like create script from my Amelia Bedelia books. And no way, I love Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> yeah, of course my sister and I would put on plays for my parents, so it kind of always was acting, but I didn't know it was that. I just had this fascination with movies and then um, got involved in doing drama and TV production in high school and just started doing commercial work and you know, I didn't get discovered in a coffee shop. You just do it. You know, it's it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. So you just do a little bit and a little bit more leads to the next thing, leads to the next level, the next role, and so on and so forth. So Very that's cool. pretty much how I got started. Yeah. So were you in plays in high school? Yes. I was never the lead. <laughs> I was always in the ensemble. I love musical theater. But I am the worst singer ever. I'm really bad. <laughs> and people are like, no, you're really not that bad. Because I can sing. There's like three notes in my range. And when I hit those, people will be like, see, you can sit 
oh no, never mind, that was bad. Yeah, so I really have no range. I can't sing very well, so musical theater was not going to happen for me. But I was happy to be in the ensemble and um, watch the other actors. And you know, there's there was like a saying by I think it was Harrison Ford when he got to LA, like you just have to last longer than the people you rode in rode the bus in with or whatever. <laughs> I was like, it's kind of like that, you know, people get distracted, they move on to other things. And again, it's, it's the marathon. So if you stick with it and you're committed, you can find success. So that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's the thing. You just gotta, if you're trying to make it as a working actor, it's just a, a daily grind. You just got to keep going. It is. And you have to find joy in the journey. If it's just about the end result for you there isn't really an end result there's always the next role the next thing the next like level that you're trying to get to you have to really love it um you have to love storytelling because there's a lot of you know grind as people can imagine you you have a job until it ends and then you don't have a job anymore so you're constantly it's like constantly going on job interviews which is usually the worst part for people when they're trying to get a new job but it's that kind of constantly so you have to find fun in, in creating and storytelling and even the audition process or else, yeah, or else it'll get at you. So I try to always have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just try to get something new out of every experience, I try to learn something. So that, that totally makes, makes sense to me. And I mean, I think whatever career that you do has that kind of daily grind. I mean, even people that you think have the most glamorous job to ever exist. Like someone say is a, uh, I don't know, an, a professional basketball player or something like that. You think, Oh, that's so fancy. But in the end they do this, they grind it out every day. They do the same thing every day. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> yes. People see the, the highlights and they think that's, uh, that's amazing. That's, I want to do that thing. And you're like, you, if you did all, if you saw all the behind the scenes, you might not want to do that thing, but it, you know, it's worth it, but you're very, it's very true. You, a lot of people don't see what it takes to get to a, a certain spot or just, just anything in life. Um, even, I feel like that with everyone's Facebook feeds, we give each other all of the highlights of our life yeah. and what's really going on is something <laughs> totally different. And we're all guilty of that. We all do that to each other. And it's, uh, yeah, that's, it's the behind the scenes that, you know, but every, everyone's working hard in, in whatever they're doing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, so what, uh, what shows were you in, in a uh, high school? So we did a show called little me. We oh, did, um, uh, a Shakespeare one. I was a fairy. So I had two lines. I was so excited. I got this role. Um, oh my gosh, the Shakespeare play is eluding me. It's super famous. Um, I will think of it um, <laughs> it's with the fairies and the blossoms. Oh, and the, Midsummer's uh, Night Dream. Yes, thank you. Midsummer Night's Dream. So, <laughs> so I auditioned for like the one of the like lead fairy people, and I didn't get it. So I booked the role of this other fairy. I don't know. This was my first like speaking role, and they hand out the big thick scripts, and I'm ecstatic. I have my first speaking role, and I'm flipping through it, and I'm flipping through it, and I'm reading, trying to find my like character <laughs> and I finally find uh the role peas blossom that I was playing and I said I think two words and I frantically oh. threw the rest of the script and there was nothing else and I said two words 
But you know what? I was like, I'm going to say those two words the best. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first uh, speaking role play. Um, that one was non-musical, so I could actually talk in that. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't have to sing, so, mm -hmm. so that was good. And uh, Little Me was a great play, and not a lot of people um, do that one, but the lead who played it, he does like six different characters, the male lead in it. It's really great. It was a great show. That's and cool. that one I was in the ensemble. So mm -hmm. did yeah. you do any theater? Do you did. have a background? Yeah. Oh, I feel like you do. Yes. I was, I'm always curious to hear what people do. Because uh, I was in Bye Bye Birdie uh, and The Wiz, which I think are both great for high schools. Because it has so many ensemble scenes. Both of them do. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. So like my, my sister was in Into the Woods, which is a great show but it's not as good for high school because it doesn't have those ensemble scenes that because I, I think with high school theater as many people should be able to participate as as possible absolutely yeah they have to get the experience that's the yeah. thing is like when you first when you first start out with anything you're gonna suck for a while yeah, right and <laughs> you, get, you get better at it but people um you know it's funny because coming from an acting perspective you uh, I feel like the crowds don't, you, you can't like suck. Like if you want to, if you say you want to be an actor, then you better come out of the gate, you know, winning Oscars. But that's not how it works. You know, you, if you actually watched how someone, you know, some of the first like independent films or student films I did, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. But that's useful. <laughs> that's actually really useful because yeah. you go, wow, I really need to work on this, that, and the next thing. And then it inspires you to get into an acting class or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's this, it, you know, they say uh, every overnight success is a decade in the making. Right. Yes. <laughs> that is so true because people are like, oh, this hot new actor. And you'll be like, I've been seeing them as like the best friend or just having a little part in like films for years. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's never an overnight success. Mm -hmm. But I totally agree with you about the high school um, theater because kids, they just need experience. And yeah, you want to you know get get on stage and just have that whole experience even if you're just on the ensemble it's better to be able to work as many people as you can mm -hmm. yeah i i just think it's they need that little dip into what it's like and once they get that excitement uh, because if it's just if you're just a show with just leads and there's no ensembles then you're not going to inspire anybody new yeah, exactly. And it can, and you can find different talent, you know, as mm -hmm. you watch the kids work. Right. Um, yeah. And it's just more camaraderie. It's more, mm -hmm. more fun and, and more chance for people yeah. to have smaller parts. I, I agree. <laughs> so did you seem like a, a more of a comedic actress? And so I was wondering if you had sort of come, come uh, I was wondering if you had comedic uh, actresses or comedians there were kind of your icons, people, people that you really think are funny that you. Uh, oh, that's okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for thinking I'm funny. Um, I, I love doing comedy and I don't, there's not as much of it um, over this way. Cause I'm in the, I'm in the Southeast. So I'm in Florida. Sure. People don't think you can be an actor in Florida, but we actually get a lot of, we tape auditions and we send them um, to a lot of stuff that's happening in Atlanta and there's stuff in North and South Carolina and Louisiana. So we get a lot of stuff over here. A lot of it's drama, not as many like sitcoms and things are in, you know, New York and LA. 
unfortunately for me, who loves, loves, loves to do comedy. But um, yeah, growing up, I was pretty obsessed with Jim Carrey and everything he did cracked me up. So Dumb and Dumber is definitely one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those that doesn't get old for me. If it's on TV, I'm just, I watch it. And it just, I find something new to laugh at every time. So he's obviously super slapstick, but yeah, he was just, he was definitely somebody that made me laugh a lot. Um, and now it's, I don't know, different actors strike me in, in different ways. And um, mm -hmm. I guess it's really have a, a bit, uh, icon right now that I love, but um, yeah, it's just great to, it's more of a, the style of comedy is a little bit different. It's yeah. more like yeah. subtle, the way that things are changing. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yes, it's good. It's just great to make people laugh. There's nothing like it in the world. It's the best feeling. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I love finding a good, a good comedy and just uh, the one that are so timeless. Like I love, I love a dumb and dumber. That, that, this, that, that whole, the whole, like with the bird, the, the bird. With the bird. Yeah. <laughs> right. And those moments where you're like, I'm horrible for laughing at this, but it's so funny. <laughs> awesome. They're just, they're so great. And that they're just, it's so good. Jeff Daniels yeah. and Terry are brilliant, brilliant in that. Um, yes. Good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, I guess he did the, the, the Dumb and Dumber sequel and the Three Stooges, but I would love for him to come out with a good, <laughs> good comedy again, because I feel like he's done all this dramatic stuff, but it's been a while since he's been, I don't know, turning. They do again. that, don't they? They, they, yeah. they want to step out of their box and we're like, no, <laughs> you will do comedy. <laughs> we love it. But I mean, it's good to bridge out, but yeah, you, can, you can't forget what people love so much about you. Give the people what they love. Yeah. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been saying for a long time too about Sandra Bullock. It's like, you yeah. got your Oscar. You've done all this dramatic stuff. We love you. Now come back to us. Do a rom-com, please. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think why, you know, Hallmark movies are, are so popular. Thinking back on that is just because they're like lighthearted and fun and cute and funny. And I feel like as I get older, you know, not that I'm ancient yet, but <laughs> I want something like, you know, life is life. So you want something that's, that's, I feel like in my free time, I'm more likely to go to something lighthearted and fun at this stage in my life. I feel like before I used to watch like a lot of darker shows and a lot of, um, I used to watch like horror movies more. Not that I was in like a goth stage of my life or something, but I just don't know. Like that was more um, interesting to me at that time and now I'm like ah I just want something to take this you know something upbeat and lighthearted and and fun and funny yeah like rom-coms are good all the time <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah I just love I mean obviously I, I host the Hallmarkies podcast I I love romantic comedies but I don't know I just I love movies like while you were sleeping that one is, is yes. one of the best of all time yes 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 so I like um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's yeah. one of my ones I really like. She's adorable in that, Kate yeah. Hudson. That one's, um, that one's really fun. That's one of the good uh, I sort of wager ones. I, the, um, uh, I've talked a lot about in this podcast that I think all romantic comedies are either trying to be Pride and Prejudice or Taming of the Shrew. And <laughs> Taming of the Shrew, he's, you know, there's this bet, like, can you, can you tame the, you know, the cat, uh, Catherine and and I think that uh, that how to how to 
how to lose a guy in 10 days is totally one of those bet ones one of those gimmick ones and they're really hard to pull yeah. off because they can just feel super manipulative and and forced but i think that is one of the ones that works pretty well i think it's pretty fun yes oh i agree that's that's a very interesting take yeah. that's a good one i also really like what was sandra bullock and ryan reynolds uh, uh, proposal yes yeah. that one i really like that one too that yeah, one that was fun <laughs> got Betty White in it. You can't go wrong. <laughs> I know she's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So how old is she now, man? I want to be a Betty White. <laughs> or ninety six or something. She's pretty old. Amazing. She's old, and uh, yeah, I mean, she's definitely a comedy comedy icon. I mean, especially if you look at the difference between her character in the Mary Tyler Moore, Moore show as Sue Ann Nivens and uh rose in in golden girls are so different like couldn't yeah. be more different and she still finds the funny in in all of them in both of them <laughs> yes yeah. finding the, the funny you know and that's yeah. useful for actors even when you're doing drama to find those light moments and find the funny in a scene i had a good yeah. acting that once told me that and i was like yeah. that i do <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you had said something about you worked in in makeup on some shoots and stuff. What was that? Um, I I did not. I was thinking about doing that oh, probably when I got prissy somewhere around. Uh, I don't know when do you get prissy? Maybe eighth grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was getting into makeup, and I was like, maybe I'll be a regular makeup artist. But um, yeah, yeah. I, it never happened, but it still is interesting to me. I'm the one on set when they're doing my makeup that's like, ooh, what's that? Oh, what product are you using? And I'm always looking at what's like the technique and all of that. It's all, it's just so fun. Yeah. All of it's it. good. Yeah. Learning pretty much, pretty all, much all of it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> all the different sides of it, I think would be really fun and interesting. And yeah, you, are, you have so much respect for, um, there's so many artists on set and it's funny because the, t you know, the term like on set, like the actors are called the talent. And I always think that's funny because I'm like, like no one else here is talented. <laughs> like I know they need a name for us, but I'm just like, well, like the, even the guys yeah. doing the lighting are artists oh, yeah. and the wardrobe style, like it's just a lot of creative people coming together to yeah. tell a story. And it's just, that's what I love about it really yeah is. it was funny at the oscars they uh you know they were thinking of getting rid of some categories and stuff and it was crazy to me because of all the things to pick uh if you were going to get rid of categories what they were going to get rid of cinematography i'm like what, <laughs> what? And oh editing? i didn't I'm hear like, that <laughs> if you, um, you don't have a movie if you don't have cinematography i i mean i guess i could see maybe having the shorts on another night or something like that although i i wouldn't want that but but of everything editing are you crazy that's crazy yeah, it's so funny <laughs> like they're nuts bad, luckily, bad, yeah bad choices all around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily they decided they changed their mind and decided not to do that, that they, did, they decided those people are you know kind of useful so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep them around we'll yeah. give them an award i guess so yeah so you Girl, but you watch you've you watched uh, Hallmark movies. Uh, there's something that you are pretty familiar with. Beforehand, I actually so this is funny. I really wasn't um, a Hallmark watcher, and I uh -huh. switched to like Sling TV, and I don't have like the 
the channel. Uh-huh. So, but my mom is an avid Hallmark watcher. Fun. Yeah. So when this is happening, she's like, you have to watch some Hallmark movies with me. So we did, we watched a couple and I was like, these are, what have I been missing out? Like, these are so <laughs> cute. Yes. They're like fun. And up there, the things that I love, I was like, they're lighthearted and cute and funny. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was, she was very, I mean, I was thrilled when I, when I booked yeah. True Love Blooms, but she was ecstatic was because yeah. she was like, I've been praying for you to book a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Not because she cares that much about my bookings, but just she wanted something cute and wholesome, you know, uh-huh. I'm going to be in the acting field, yeah. um, which doesn't always come about for me. Some things are, are like, I can't audition for that. That's a little sketchy. Yeah, I get all kinds of different roles as a blonde so you never know what's going to come at you so this one was I just loved it right off the off the bat yeah. she can tell all her friends like all other ladies at lunch she was like look my daughter's in a Hallmark movie my dad was telling his buddies at work and so all of these men were forced to watch Hallmark movies with their wives um, which has been the consensus of all my girlfriends. They're like, okay, I, I gotta get, I gotta get the hubby to watch it with me or whatever. It'll be an excuse because I know someone that's in it. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like people that didn't understand where the film was made and everything are probably like, what was going on with Florida and, and your love blooms, the ratings. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> single-handedly it was so it was so great I love that it was shot here in St. Pete it's actually yeah. close grew up in Clearwater um so I stayed over with my parents because it was like 30 minutes from where they're at mm-hmm. um so that was really nice so I brought my daughter over there I have a four-year-old daughter and my dog we piled in at my parents house yeah and um <clears throat> yeah it was so it was so good to have so many Florida actors in it and just uh and the crew is all our people I work with for years. So it was great. It was really good. Yeah. So they just have auditions down there in Florida or how did you find out about it? So they cast um, the two leads, Jordan Bridges and Sarah Rue were uh-huh. obviously from LA. <clears throat> and I believe regu- now I know they're regulars on the Hallmark. <laughs> well, channel. Sarah's done two. And I think actually Jordan's just done two previous to that. Oh, okay. So they're just starting their journey yeah. with <laughs> Do more. We like, we like yes. so. more. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Yes. So they ended up, um, so they do that sometimes with, with films in general. Sure. They'll cast maybe some of the leads and then some of the, if they can get local actors to play the other roles, they will because it saves them money, sure. et cetera. Yeah. Um, so with this one, they intended to have Pretty much. I think um, the one girl, Aisha, who played the best friend, she was from Atlanta, but everyone else was from, was a Florida actor, which is awesome. So they did. So Lori Wyman is a casting director in South Florida, and she does a lot of the big TV shows and films that come through um, in the Miami area. And, and even here, she'll come up and cast. So we sent taped auditions, and then we had callbacks in St. Pete. Uh, with uh, the director, Matthew Diamond, producers. And Sarah Rue actually was, she was in LA still, but she was on FaceTime. So I walked into the audition room and I see her beautiful little head on an iPad. There was like one of the PA guys. A PA is a production assistant. They're kind of like an, an intern of set. So he's holding, standing there quietly, holding uh, an iPad. And I look and it's Sarah's face on it because she was FaceTiming with the audition. So that was so funny. I think that's the first time I had 
I have done a FaceTime callback, but I haven't walked into a room and had someone's face on an iPad. So I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah, I I think this was her idea. I I believe she she took yes. it to, to yeah. Walmart. She brought, um, it's kind of a, a, a personal story of hers, and she brought it to um, a friend of hers who wrote it. And, um, you know, I think she was influential in, you know, obviously telling the telling of the story. And then they, yeah, and then she pitched it. And she was a producer on the film also, so she pitched it. As far as I understand, she pitched Hallmark, and they said, we love it, let's do it. So a lot of the Hallmark movies are filmed um, in Canada, so we were happy. Mm-hmm. Um, in Florida and God willing we will have more <laughs> coming they already are shooting a second Hallmark movie in the same um in St. Oh, Pete's I know like back-to-back ones so that's um you know ex- exciting for us we would love to be the new capital of Hallmark movies <laughs> I know well I mean they're making one every for every Saturday plus the mysteries so it's a lot of, very often two movies uh, a week plus it's crazy i had plus, no idea yeah, plus tv shows plus at christmas it's not unheard of for there to be uh two movies a week for each network so four new movies and then the week of thanksgiving there's a new movie every day oh my so. goodness so you're exhausted <laughs> you're exhausted keeping up with all I of this know. <laughs> it really is <laughs> <laughs> I just saw an article that said that Hallmark was shooting 40 Christmas movies. 40 Christmas movies, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's nuts. And I was like, hey, not all of them have to be in snow. Someone can go for a beachy Christmas. Yeah. We can make a snowman out of sand at the beach. <laughs> yeah. If you back here in Florida, we could grab one, of, one or two of those Christmas movies. People will be sick of the snow after a while. <laughs> a girl yeah. can dream. It is true that they, <laughs> I think the, I feel like the only network that has, uh, <laughs> that has the warm weather, uh, Christmas, like that's a lifetime thing. Like they, they branch <laughs> out into, into <laughs> sun for Christmas. Everyone else has to be put in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. We don't yeah. get any of the snow here, any of the Christmas spirit. We just, okay. You just learn to have different Christmas spirit here in yeah. Like no. Lifetime had Christmas in Mississippi, and they had uh, the one one last year called Christmas Contract that was all set in Louisiana. So oh. there are all kinds of crazy over there. Lifetime, <laughs> <laughs> like you cannot have Christmas if it's not Christmas looking. That's right. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, well, so, hey, you know we might get a piece of that forty movie pie. You never know. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> I mean, it's for it's it's just crazy because. There's yeah, there's 40 movies from from Hallmark Christmas of related, plus there'll probably be at least 20 from Lifetime uh, this year, and then you have Netflix who will do probably mm, probably do eight to ten is my guess, and then you have other networks coming in trying to get in on the fun. I mean, last year there were 85 christmas themed releases including features including everything and i am proud that i i saw every single christmas related film in wow. and reviewed it on the podcast in some form or another which was 
uh, Herculean effort. I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off this year, but they keep That's increasing. Amazing. And did you get your tree up and your presents on? <laughs> <laughs> I did get a tree up and it, it, And people got gift cards because yeah. you're like, listen, people, I had 85 movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, there were some Saturdays when I was watching six to eight movies, just boom, 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 boom. And it is, it's it's kind of an interesting experience because they're so similar that you kind of look back and you're like, why, why does one work and why does one not work? And it's such a, some oh. so many different parts of it are so kind of ephemeral and, and just based on, uh, do, do they have chemistry? Do they, yeah. you know, just stuff like that that must be so frustrating for people planning films because you can have all of the pieces together and it's just not feeling it. And it's, yes, that is so true. Yeah, it can. Yeah, you think you have a, a yeah the right ingredients to bake this amazing cake, but one one yeah. a little bit off and <laughs> can ruin the flavor. Yeah, but I saw a lot of party planning. There was a lot of party planning. A lot of we've got to save the save the the Christmas store or the Christmas town or the Christmas. Yes. <laughs> you gotta a lot of heroism. <laughs> yes. Uh, but my favorite of last year, it's if you like comedy, you should totally check it out. It's called Christmas Perfection. This was from Lifetime. Okay. <laughs> Crossing networks. But I loved it. I thought it was so funny. It's uh, it was about this girl who dreams of the perfect Christmas, but everything always goes wrong. And uh, she makes a wish and she ends up waking up the next day in her Irish Christmas village. <laughs> she has this little Christmas village, you know, and she wakes uh -huh. up in the Irish Christmas village. That was actually filmed in Ireland. And what was cool about it was that it wasn't just her perfect Christmas because she can like eat as much as she wants. She gets the, everything's very ideal. Her parents are together uh, and happy and, and not divorced and everything. But yeah, so everyone in her life is behaving in the way she wishes they would behave. So it's like perfect in that sense as well. And so it, it had actually quite a bit of heart to it because she has to uh, kind of come to the realization that she loves the people for who they are, not who she wishes, you know, these perfect versions of them uh -huh. it was so that funny it's a good message yeah. christmas perfection christmas perfection i my favorite joke in the movie was <laughs> she can't swear in christmas land <laughs> <laughs> everything she says comes out as a christmas thing i it made me laugh every time <laughs> she, oh that's a good stick that's yeah. funny after <laughs> yeah. she's like stubborn toe or something she'd be like yeah stocking stuffer <laughs> frosted fruit cake <laughs> that was hilarious oh yeah you can have so much fun with that yeah oh, that's funny so <laughs> i really enjoyed it so i would check that one out but but anyway it's it's an adventure <laughs> christmas i still so like christmas funny. even though <laughs> but, but yeah so She'll be writing Christmas movies for Hallmark before you know it. I mean, yeah. you have all kinds of ideas. You should. You really ought to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, you know somebody that uh, could be in it. You write a Christmas <laughs> one for Florida. Good. Okay, good. Uh, so, Trula Blooms, I thought that 
Marta in Chilobas was hilarious. I loved it. I thought she oh my was goodness, so thank funny. you. <laughs> I thought she was so funny too. <laughs> now, was any of this improv or was it all in the script? It was in the script. Okay. It was funny. Uh, it was not even my fault. It was funny. <laughs> I want I totally want to take credit, but from when I got the audition sides, <clears throat> which are the uh, scene of script, we call them sides. Yeah. So they send us the audition. And I read uh, the first, it was the scene where she's in his office, kind of the first scene we see here, the minimalism thing. And then their breakup scene, which actually in the movie got cut down significantly. Oh, okay. Um, but I feel like I cracked up as like, as I was reading it, you know, cause I get a lot of auditions coming through and I'm okay. All right. You know, how many pages I got to learn, memorize this or, you know, whatever. And I just, I felt like, I got Marta. Like I was like, oh, I I get why this is funny, and the moments to bring something to make it, you know, what's funny about it, and the way that she would say this, I could hear it in my head. Like I was just like, oh, I just get this. So I just I loved Marta from the get go. I loved how um, she was written and just the idea of her. Yeah. And um, yeah, I had a fun taping it. My friend uh he he tapes it for me and so he had some ideas we just she was fun all the way around so usually after I tape an audition you know because there's a lot of ones you don't get so sure. you just move you just move on you know you're like that was fun <laughs> we'll see what happens but I'm not gonna focus on it too much on to the next one or the next thing the next uh -huh. day um but I was Marta was with I was just like I really want to play Marta I just uh -huh. really want to be this character because I just I love her so much. She cracks me up. Like she's ridiculous. And I love that. She has like no self-awareness. Like she's one of those great characters that they think they're really self-aware, but they're not. Yeah. And she's obviously a horrible designer, but she's so confident. Yeah. I'm like, I wish everyone needs confidence like Marta. <laughs> Maybe a little more skill at what they do, but like her level of confidence is just yeah. brilliant. So um, she was already written funny and I just had fun with her yeah. basically. <laughs> that, it was so funny. I thought just the, <laughs> the minimalism, there's just nothing in the room except that rectangle statue. That yes, the red, the nothingness <laughs> in the, in the original script, um, there was a silver ball and I guess they couldn't get a silver ball, which I did not know until I stepped on set uh -huh. and I see the office for the first time and we're about to shoot. Like they just took me from the base camp area where everyone's doing hair and makeup and wardrobe, but they drive me over to the office building that we're shooting at. This was my first day on set. Uh -huh. I, I hadn't met anybody like yet besides in the casting office. And um, I met a couple people at the uh, read through. So I had met Jordan. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, going over my lines and like, don't mess up. Don't, whatever you do, don't suck. Okay. So that's my pep talk to myself. And I walk in and I was like, oh my gosh, there's no, cause I was supposed to walk over, like take this silver ball, for example, you know, yeah. and there was not a silver ball. And so when we did the rehearsal, I was like, uh, there's silver ball. And they were like, oh no. Okay. And so Sarah and I, she rewrote it essentially, um, she made up the line about the pillar. So we went back and forth with um, Lincoln, one of the producers and Matthew and me and her sitting there going, what should, what should I say about this pillar, this sculpture? 
And um, as if I wasn't already nervous about my lines, now I have totally new lines that I don't have yet because we're still thinking of them. And I'm like, ah. But it ended up being, um, it, it, it worked. She thought of something funny. I said, it's like a little table, but nothing will ever go on it. You know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. She thought that up on the spot. Sarah's so clever. Yeah. And, uh, and as soon as she said it, I was like, I get it. I'll, I can just... I'll do it ridiculous. I'll make it ridiculous. <laughs> so I was glad that I'm glad that there was no silver because that would have silver ball because that would have made it seem like a little more of a legit sculpture. Right. <laughs> it was more funny that they couldn't yeah. get a silver ball. You're right. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> like it was that table. I literally was waiting for them to bring the silver ball and set it on the table, and there was no. <laughs> They could not find a silver ball. I'm not really sure the story behind the silver ball, but did not get there. And then we just had this table that we're like, well, we got to think of something to say about it. But you're right. It did. It made it more ridiculous. Yeah, It wasn't I, even a table. It was just like, it was just a big, it was just like a rectangle. It was a rectangle. It was so funny. And Jordan. Like Marta got this. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. You did like, totally enamored by this. Like I was like, she sees this. She bought this at like an art gallery. She hunted all over town and she stumbled upon this and paid thousands of dollars for it. And she thinks the artist is brilliant. She's totally sold on why this pillar is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's art, minimal, <laughs> minimalist art. It kind of reminded me of uh the <laughs> in the Hudsucker proxy have you ever seen that movie but he, have, he <laughs> yeah so he's like an inventor and he goes to all of these people and he's like it's gonna it's <laughs> and he shows them a picture of a circle and he's like it's the next great idea every kid will want one and all the people are like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a circle and it's a really a hula hoop that's kind of the joke it's like he's oh, oh that's funny <laughs> oh that's a great idea, idea. <laughs> that's right you never know what that pillar is going to be it's going to be something big someday just like the hula hoop everyone makes fun of marta but she's got ideas yeah that's right hey she's going to new york or whatever at the end i mean she's big oh, so funny <laughs> a buddy of mine is a writer and he's like let me i need to write a minimalist in the city the marta sequel oh marta my gosh she would freak out in New York because nothing's minimal in New York. She'd be like, there's yeah. so many people. Yeah. There's so many cars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would freak out if we got a Marta Romance. Marta tries to minimize oh, New York for just oh. something. I don't even know. Designing New York. Marta, <laughs> finding love in the big city. It would be the best. I, and I would play Marta all day, every day. <laughs> I enjoyed her so much. We need I, to start the Kickstarter right now. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's donate to that fund. You have seen enough movies. You could write something amazing. That uh, would be great. I'm totally on board, 100%. Okay. All right, let's do it. <laughs> if we can do that Christmas time, even better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, it would be so funny. I would love it. <laughs> But I just, I just thought it was, I was laughing so hard. I thought it was great. And I loved the fact that he kept getting these plants and you were so irritated by these plants. Yes. We are really awful <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> like, what's that? What, what is that? What is that? Yeah, it's like, she's so, 
but she's trying to like keep it together when really she just wants to smack the plan. Why? Yeah. Why are you ruining everything? Yeah, if he's like, it. he doesn't no. understand me. <laughs> he's like, don't touch my plants. Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, every time when I watched the final film, every time Sarah's character was like, oh yeah, it's a little sparse in here. Like her comments <laughs> when she brought him the plants made me laugh every time. Yeah. Because I was like, this, it's good. It's such a good like bit. between the the three characters um yeah it was it was fun it was fun she's so (laughs) disgusted (laughs) like ew (laughs) leave my plants out of this (laughs) yes it was great and i taking away from the the sculpture (laughs) it's like a little table but no no plants or anything on it ever So, yes, and so the elevator scene, of course, is uh, towards the end. You said it was a lot longer in the original draft? The scene that, um, so we have a breakup scene. It was originally written to be a very, like, clean breakup, and that happened in the restaurant when he shows me the news article on his iPad. Right, right, right. And I say, like, you know, well, you know, you're taking away their garden or whatever, that, the, that like, dialogue. So there was a, it was actually a bit, you know, but they cut everything for time. They have yeah. to fit it in a short. I mean, it's a lot. They have to tighten everything up. So it, it's just something that happens. But that breakup scene ended up being much longer. We had a mutual, like, this isn't working anymore. Um, yeah, did they have a breakup scene at all? Because everybody's like, oh, we're not together and I was like what we missed a Marta breakup scene. <laughs> I yes that. the breakup scene was really good too she was also really very funny in that it was yeah. also Marta break with someone also funny I think it was stuff like I just need to minimize everything right now and I'm sorry <laughs> to you. like all of like she's minimizing him like she's minimizing her life that yeah. includes her relationships it was also funny but uh yeah I think that I think that was lost on a lot of people um after the final edit was done because a lot of my friends and family that watched it were like wait when did you when did you break up and I was like yeah so they cut it for time but that's too bad um, and I know it would have been good to have a more clean breakup so it was more like romantic when he was pursuing her (laughs) yeah Exactly. But I think they got they got the gist of it. You know, it yeah. wasn't working out between them. <laughs> they obviously had different takes on life. He likes yeah. plants and living things, and she likes it to be bare and cold. Right. Yeah, and you know. so yeah, the scene outside of the elevator. Yeah, it wasn't a breakup scene. It was just like a goodbye scene, I guess you might say. Yeah. So whenever I come back to tell yeah. him about my, you know, neck my sequel, Marta in the City, <laughs> that I'm moving to New York. That was uh, that was um that was a fun scene. That was an interesting scene. So those were live elevators in a real building with real office people. So we had the floor of uh, of an office. We had the whole floor to ourselves that we were shooting on, but the elevators were still taking people to their offices. So we had they thought they had been able to stop the elevator, and then I guess someone hit a button or something wasn't stopped that should have been stopped. So we were in the middle of shooting and it dropped us down in the elevator <laughs> and back up. It was, we had a lot of elevator, there was some elevator drama. And oh, I remember funny. we popped out, so we dropped one floor down and this was when like I'm leaving and Sarah's coming in, there was one part where she's sneaking into his office. So she and I were in the elevator with um, one of the production assistants and um, something ended up happening and we ended up dropping 
Like we thought the doors were just going to bounce open and we were going to step out, but we ended up bouncing down, like dropping like a floor, not dropping like Tower of Terror, but <laughs> like going down a yeah. floor and the doors open and this woman is standing there. She had hit the button, I guess. She's just trying to leave for work. And we're standing in there. We're like, no, 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 you can't wait, wait, wait. And she's like, oh, why are like people stopping her? She doesn't know what's going on. And then she hit the button again right away. So we were trying to go back up. <laughs> and it opened again and she and we're still standing there telling her like sorry we're shooting like we're all talking at once we're shooting a film up there you can't get in the elevator can you wait one second before you hit the button and she's just like oh what's happening right now <laughs> oh, that's funny. so i know so she i she had she'll probably see a news thing later and go oh they were shooting the movie in the building she's mm -hmm. like there were a bunch of weirdos that wouldn't let me in an elevator <laughs> for some reason yeah so that's it was, funny. It was interesting yeah, Yes, there's always fun on set. And one time some guy came, we were in the middle of a scene and it had nothing to do with the elevators, but the elevator doors open and there's some dude just standing there who's looking out into a, like a sea of lights and crew and camera. And he's just like, blink, blink. He looked like a deer in the headlights. He's like, uh, uh, and then like, then the like doors close and he disappears because <laughs> he's like wrong floor. I don't know. But yes, we surprised a lot of the workers in the building. So that was obviously fun to do they'll yeah. get more used to it i guess if they keep shooting films in st pete they'll yeah. be like oh you're right in la if you if that happens in la when you're leaving work in the elevator it's probably not a surprise because there's cameras all around all the time because we're filming stuff but i guess not as much in st pete so that was just a little <laughs> fun tidbit but we got the elevators working and made it happen well it <laughs> looked like you had a lot of fun with uh with jordan and had a, i think you guys had a nice little a pretty nice chemistry there that must have been fun to work with jordan. yes he was he was super sweet and um yeah he was really good about uh we were trying to you know and they and we didn't end up using the breakup scene but we're like well how do they break up and where are they in the relationship we were kind of working through that a bit but yeah he was great he was great to work with um so is Sarah. Everyone was just very sweet and like welcoming, you know, because we're like the newbies on the yeah. on the block. But um, and they just seem to like appreciate, you know, uh, the the Florida gang and and just giving us like so many compliments to just the cast and crew. And um, so yeah, I think that is obviously good for business for Florida. <laughs> yeah. Be like, look, there's good actors here and uh, good crew. Yeah. Come on, come all, come yeah. shoot in Florida. <laughs> really fun. Well, we like to end our interviews with what we call the Team Beat questions, which Amber found in an old issue of Team Beat, and they're just really fun, silly questions. So, okay. <laughs> all right. First question What is the best ice cream flavor? What's, I'm sorry? What is the best ice cream flavor? The best ice cream flavor. So we have a ice cream chain here called Publix, not an ice cream chain, it's a grocery store called Publix, and okay. they make Publix brand moose tracks. Oh. So they have little, it's vanilla ice cream with fudge swirls and peanut butter cups in it. Mm. And it's amazing. And I douse it with Reese's hard shell topping. So it's like this, fudge. it's a peanut butter chocolate fudge that freezes and gets crunchy on top of the ice cream so that my friends is by far the best ice cream flavor also that... cookie dough <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious i <laughs> okay good all right what's your favorite color green very on brand that's good 
very hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What music are you into right now? Music I'm into. I listen to um, a lot of Christian music and a lot of uh, toddler music because I, <laughs> I like kid music, basically kid music and, and such like that because I have a four-year-old. So yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> probably just on loop you have <laughs> <laughs> yes yes the wheels on the bus all that kind yeah. of all very good okay uh what is your go-to date night food hmm, my go-to date night food well i'm single man so i don't have any date nights but okay so if i'm going out on a date let's just <laughs> scenario yeah. i'm not ordering ribs because that's too nutty See, yeah, anything you have to eat with your hands like i i would never order like a burger or a sandwich because that's just terrible. yes and and you got to watch the seasonings because sometimes it gets stuck in your teeth yeah you have to think about all of that ah oh, darn it what do i eat <laughs> you are just like me in that way i'm like i want a piece of chicken <laughs> or steak it, like if he gets steak then you're like ooh, <laughs> he's really interested. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> piece of steak or chicken and like broccoli on the side that's perfect <laughs> yes yes keep it keep it simple not too yeah. many sauces no. i do like to eat salads but sometimes they like take too long you know like because you want to be able to talk sometimes yeah. it's like a lot of chewing a lot of salad eating so yes <sighs> and sometimes those lettuce pieces are really big and you're like <laughs> exactly you have to i always try to cut it you have to be as graceful as possible make them think you're you're you know a lady until later on and then you're like that's how i really eat and then you enter the ribs and <laughs> everything and scare them away back right. how i'm single no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's so funny all right what is your go-to date night activity your favorite thing to do oh okay so um some something active i like to do i don't know like what i would be like oh that'd be an awesome date would be like rock climbing <laughs> like indoor indoor rock climbing or kayaking or like a, a dinner and a movie are also good if it's a first date you know you want to be able to talk so maybe not the movie no. the whole time no but yeah like something something active even laser tag i'm on board with oh, i'm a little bit God. of a talk tomboy in that way yeah something fun and sporty those are what i think are exciting <laughs> well if you're gonna do something active i highly recommend like either ice skating or roller skating because then if you like fall you can have like it can be really romantic it'll be great yes but, oh i like this yeah. see this is that's gonna be in in the art in the city movie where we rock <laughs> <laughs> <Robert laughs> <Hill> center <laughs> Except she can't ice skate. Oh, I oh I slipped. But what if he can't ice skate or rollerblade or roller skate? So can I yes. skate roller skate anymore? Or is it just leading the rinks? I don't even know. <laughs> well, you, know <laughs> you know, there's nothing better in a romantic comedy than when people like happen to just fall on top of each other in like a room. Like they just they're on the subway or whatever, and there's just like there's a bump, and they just happen to like yes. fall right into each other's <laughs> arms, look into each other. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's how every Larry. good relationship starts. Yes. <laughs> trip and fall. There is a lot of that. You're right. There's a lot of tripping yeah. and falling in romantic comedies, and then someone helps them. And I was oh. thinking of the wedding planner and her <laughs> shoe gets stuck in the manhole or whatever that yeah. thing is. You're just accelerating her. the process when you go to an ice skating or a roller skating venue now i'm gonna that's gonna be my new hangout and i'm just gonna try tripping and falling into different people and see if i find love <laughs> I <think it's> good. <laughs> uh, 
but, uh, but I do have to say, as far as the dinner and a movie thing, since you mentioned that, see, people do it wrong. It should be movie and dinner. So you think about it. You go to the yes. movie, then you can talk about the movie at dinner. Yes. Ah, right? yes. Very yeah. true. Yeah, that makes a lot. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, then you fill up on popcorn though, and you're not as hungry. But that's okay. <laughs> then you can eat something more reasonable and not, you know, pig out. <laughs> you, could, you could just go to maybe movie and ice cream or something like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not a real dinner where you just eat popcorn and ice cream for dinner. Perfect. So we're that's changing the world on the podcast here. This is this is <laughs> groundbreaking. But okay, next question is dogs or cats? Uh, I love both, but I am more a dog person as I'm looking right now at my hundred pound golden retriever mask. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, great. I know my whole, my whole family is allergic to cats. Otherwise I'd probably also have a cat, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm allergic yeah. too. So, uh, so beaches or mountains? I guess cause I grew up, I've like, I've been in Florida, so I'll, I'll say mountains. Oh. Not that I don't like beaches, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just so used to beaches. Oh, it's a tough life. <laughs> okay. Would you rather uh, be in a fancy dress, dolled up, or at home in your sweats? Oh, always at home in my... <laughs> I am in, I am in that right now talking to you. <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Christmas, yeah. for sure. It's hard to beat Christmas. It's hard to beat Christmas. It really is. Especially as a Hallmark fan. Okay. And this is a hard question and you can pick your own. No judgment. What is your favorite Hallmark movie? Oh, about those ones you watch. Well, I haven't, you know, I, I have not seen hundreds like you have. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with true love blooms. <laughs> really good. I really enjoyed it. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Good choice. <laughs> well, you've been a delight. This was so much fun. I really enjoyed talking with you. And oh, so I think you as well. It was awesome to, to chat. And I think that you know, people listening have some at least good new date ideas. So (laughs) you're welcome, everybody. Start tripping and falling on all the men out there. Check for rings first. Absolutely. (laughs) And mark into the city. We're going to work out. It's going to be very Yes, to be continued. Marta's story will keep going, (laughs) God willing. (laughs) So if people want to follow you on social media, all this stuff, where could they find you? Yeah, so I, um, my handle, like, my everything is just Amy Lo Cicero. Um, and I think my Twitter is Amy Lo Cicero one because I couldn't get Amy Lo Cicero on Twitter. But yeah, so A M Y L O C I C E R O, all like squenched together one word. So it's that for Facebook and for um, Twitter with the one at the end. And my Instagram is just Amy Lo Cicero also. Great. Well, I'll have all that in the description section. Everybody should follow you on social media and it'll be really fun. And so. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And everybody can follow me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media and iTunes and YouTube. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homework Peace Pod all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. You can give us your ratings and reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And if you're listening on YouTube, if you can give us thumbs up and subscribe to our channel, we really appreciate that as well. So thanks so much, Amy. This was so much fun. And we'll definitely, hopefully, have you on again uh, another time. 
Awesome. I'd love to be back. Okay. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.